Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I at what? You are loud. <laughs> I wonder if he turned yours down, but that's all right. You are. I am areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. You're totally, like, throwing me. You're I know. Just, I'm talking all of a sudden. You, Sorry. Like, well, jump in there. You, I, you think you... And with me, as always... You the sound in my ears. Is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. I, no, I have to say co-host extraordinaire. I, I was about Hello, to just everybody. say Shane Leonard. Right. No, no, don't do that. And then I'm not that, known by that, that would anymore. Be wrong. I, right. I get spotted downtown. Everyone's like, co-host extraordinaire. Right. I w- <laughs> that hasn't yeah, happened that's, yet. Yeah, that, that's what they want you to sign. Too. <laughs> don't, right. don't sign Shane Leonard. Right, yeah, no. Yeah, um, we are covering G.I. Joe retaliation this it, week. It took us a year to do this. Like, maybe we did this with – we've done this once or twice before, even though this is, like, the whole impetus of the but show. Now, but now it's really but instant. We just walked out of we, the theater. Right. We did like, We did actually do this. Um, was it Hunger Games that we did this for? When it was uh, about a year ago. I mean, it, in the first, like, say, 15 or 20 few, shows, yeah. we did five or six of them that right. were really, really instant. Yeah. But it's been a while since that has actually kind of worked out. But this is – uh, as you were saying, this is the real instant this is pretty close, reaction yeah. review because, you know, any closer than that, and we wouldn't have made it here. In right. Time. <laughs> right. Yeah. We just walked out of the theater. So, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. we do have a couple of uh, interview clips that we'll be playing later, oh, uh, assuming we get to them and we're not really I'm wrapped right. up in yeah. in really great conversation. Right. Um, and and I do want to say. Uh, just to throw out, you know, the phone lines are open. The chat room is open if you're on Blog Talk Radio right now. And, you know, please keep sending in the emails. If you yeah. if you have questions, you know, you can go to com. There's ways to contact us there or whatever. But you can just email Mark Eastman at com. And if you have a question about a past show, a future show, a future movie that you're not even sure if it's going to be on the show – and I'll tell you what else, because somebody brought this up in an email, not that they were necessarily asking a question, but Uh-oh. I mean, it, was, it wasn't question related. But, I, you know, I have to throw out again, we are offering up to the listening audience every single movie we review this year on Blu-ray. Right. So if you're listening in, you have the chance to win a gigantic package of every single movie we review this year. So what somebody asked me was, you know, uh, several weeks – at one point we were thinking about doing The Host this week. So it's yeah, like, right. you know, you have two pretty big movies coming out, and it's like we're not going to do both both of them most of the time. Yeah. So, you know, there there was a point where we, we flipped. Right. And I said, you know, G.I. Joe is just going to be bigger. Right. And mm-hmm. The Host is getting ripped apart. So <laughs> – yeah. So we might as well do this one. But somebody emailed and asked, you know, so what if I am potentially going to win all the movies you review and I don't want you to do the host or I mean, that's right. that's not what what they said. But right. but you know what? Email us and let us know your thoughts. Yeah. What What's going on? I don't know. 
Yeah, you can. We're, we're having technical. The computer so, postponed. Yeah, it, something so popped right. up on the computer, yeah. and I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> We've had that happen before. You have to, you have to check what's going to happen there, right. or else shutdown mode. So they but, basically said, like, I don't. But want anyway, they phone. said, they said, could we, you know, <laughs> kind of vote, <laughs> right? And, and go, I want, you know, in yeah. two weeks, these two movies come out. I right. want you to pick this, and you know, the answer is sure. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, absolutely. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we're going to do, but it's always good to find out what you want to hear but, about. Right. If we get some emails right. and somebody says, ah, you know, there's these two big things. Like, this would be an example right now of where it's kind of close. And, yeah. you know, they're they're two biggish movies. Yeah. And and if we had gotten a whole lot of emails that said, no, I want the host, do the host, right? then, then you know, that might have swayed us. That might have. It might not. But there have been times in the past you never where know, it, has, right? it has been a factor, and then other times you just can't let the inmates run the asylum it, because exactly. everybody's wearing you exactly. know tutus and right. butterfly wings and right. So, um, but, but there are also times where we see a film even though we don't do the show about the film. Like right. If somebody really said next week, like, did you? If you guys saw the host, now I'm kind of curious. Can you give it five minutes? Right. A- a- right. Exactly. That's you know. That's I mean, that doesn't mean you get it when we. <laughs> When we give right. you all it has the to be the, it has review. to be the primary show, right? But no, absolutely, that's a good point right. too. Because if you have, you might have questions about other other Anything, movies. You know. Well, we probably saw them. Probably. We, we just aren't covering one of us them or on, both of us on the right. show. So yeah. you know, if you have questions about that too, sure, but um, I like to keep the uh, conversation going, even though right. it turns out, and you know, we've heard this over the last six months a lot. From people who send us emails, you know, it's just not the kind of thing that they're that interested to call in. And I'm okay with that, right? Right. But, and not only that, but a lot of people don't listen to it live, although yeah. a lot of people do listen to it live, which, you know, blows me away. But, yeah, me too. Hi, everybody. Yeah. But anyway, awesome, so, you know, just actually. keep – you are more than welcome to keep up with us and, you sure. know, send in the emails, ask us questions, whatever. So, um, G.I. Joe. Now we've we've covered already the giveaway, so yep. I, I think we we're good. Else. I right, think, I, no. I think we're good for right now. Um, although there is lots of interesting stuff coming up, and I almost feel like we need a news report. You know, at Doctor Who is we coming back we, tonight, which is awesome. Uh, you were even you were even talking to me earlier today about. Uh, well, I mean, it's big, even no, though I you know. don't like right. it. I it's know. like a big deal, right? Uh, you know the new Wolverine right we started talking trailer about that which you know seemed seems odd to me i think i just think it's a weird trailer yeah. uh, it's so designed for people who've already who <laughs> yeah. already know yeah. what's going to happen we you know that that's almost a weird one at least the way the trailer works and i don't know actually the exact plot of the movie mm-hmm. except that i think i do right it's Be, it looks because like it's based on a couple certain because right there's in the history there is there's basically like Wolverine's most popular story mm-hmm. in the history of Wolverine. You know, this certain set of comic uh, issues that were right. That that is like the story that everyone loves right. and is awesome. And right. so it looks like this is it. So now, is it going to follow it exactly, no. or is it going to is it going to monkey with things? And at oh, yeah. how much <clears throat> can you monkey with things before you piss off all those people right. who you know you know whatever? Anyway. Right. But I just thought it was a weird trailer because um, if you don't know what it's about already, right? I don't know what the trailer tells you really. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing. Anyway, so uh, you know, jumping in to GI Joe, we'll get back on. We track can always, here. we can yeah. If we get done with the review, we don't have to fill time. We can talk about the other stuff that's coming up. But. So um, to jump into GI Joe, yeah, 
<clears throat> and uh, like I said, I I have a couple of interview clips of uh, Bruce Willis and Dwayne Johnson talking oh, about cool. it. And the reason I pick these clips, and we go through this a lot, and sometimes I just end up not picking any clips right. because they're too stupid. <laughs> and like I haven't, you know, the movie was great. I loved working on it. I mean, that's right, know. right. Um, the reason I picked these clips uh, was because they were saying such strange things. Like they right. sounded so strange. Where where I kind of was going, is that really the movie I'm going to watch right oh, now? Okay. Because you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. they're just, they're very, uh, like, especially Bruce Willis, um, to a certain extent, Dwayne Johnson. And and I will say this to start out maybe about the movie. Uh, I got to give Dwayne Johnson credit. You know, he's not the greatest actor that ever walked the earth, right? right. But... <laughs> But the movies that he's made and like his movie track career, right, where he started out, I'm going to say like exactly where you would expect someone to start out who's just transferring into movies from right. being a wrestler, right? right? And taking that and kind of actually managing to parlay that into some things where he has to do some acting right? and to actually pull it off. And, you know, the weird thing is like – the movie with him that always stands out for me is The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Because that's just like the dumbest movie ever in in theory. Like yeah. on paper, it's like it's just as dumb as it could be. Right. And he's actually really pretty he's very charming in it. In it. Yeah. And yeah, he like he really kind of pulls that movie out of nowhere and makes it into something interesting and and now, you know, you just keep moving on into you know, this movie is not exactly you know, any anybody's like tour de force of see how great an actor. There's I am not a lot that he has this. to do. He just has to show up and shoot. Stuff. But he still really kind of does it awfully well. He's got a thing about him that translated from very early on when he was doing professional wrestling. He's got it. Right. What, what that is is you either and this is time to bust out. Every he's got the in the X book. factor. You got it or you don't. You can't cultivate it, and he's always had it. It's this combination of charisma and likability, and you want to just you want to have that guy at your barbecue. You want right. him on your softball team. You want to beat it. He's the closest thing that a lot of I mean, and a lot of friends of mine who used to be into pro wrestling when they were younger and just kind of grew out of it because they like more sports stuff now. They're, they're kind of like man crushing on them. You right. know, they're just kind of like, dude, if we could hang out with anyone, it would be The Rock. Right. We want to just have him around all the time. Like he's some on-call entertainer. And, and but it, that's because of his personality, right. his wit, his charisma, his his just vibe that he gives off is this everyman fun thing. And he's the guy you want in the alley with you if things go down, too. So. And, and the thing that's kind of uh, weird about it, maybe, in a way, is, you know, is he ever really going to be like a great actor? Are we ever going to see him in a movie where, yeah. where we go, whoa? I mean, I don't think so. I don't know, yeah. But... It does give him, you know, especially like the last couple of years, you know, now pretty soon, I mean, he's got this. And then before you even know it, he's in right. uh, this other movie with Mark Wahlberg. Right. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. I but just had it because I was just looking at a bunch of film <clears throat> stuff for him. Right. But he's in that where you, it's some sort of crazy buddy cop movie or whatever where, you know, you got to think. Game. Yeah. You've right. got to think that one is even a little bit expanded. Right. In in terms of how much you have to be able to kind of act. Right. That's already a role that you wouldn't expect him to get like five years ago. Right. right? And right. now over the last couple of years, the the possibilities of things that he'll be in 
is is actually kind of impressive, right? I and mean, because he's really proving he's that versatile. he can, yeah. you know, get it do done it and make people like him. You don't often see a guy who's carrying a movie also appear in the trailer, the lead trailer for the movie that's about to start. You know, right. we just saw him in the trailer for Fast and the Furious Six. And you know he's he's working everywhere. He's in I know. He's in, he's, he's in every other movie. He's in everything out. you can see. He's so. like uh, this year's uh, Hemsworth, or was it Hemsworth yeah, last year? Right. Who's like, he was, he was in every other thing. And that's kind of misleading because you know they drag stuff out of the vault. You know, cabin fever has been right. On, still, uh, but, but still, he was everywhere. And this year, I don't know how the guy gets a break. I mean, for the next for the next couple months anyway, it's going to be one he, junket he, after another. He's all over the place. Anyway, so I just throw that out that he was. Uh, you know he's surprising. I mean, every, every time I see yeah. him, he's kind of surprising. And that's a cool. It's a long clip too. That's cool. And so, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. So, uh, you know, I don't even know where to begin explaining the story. Well, it uh, it <laughs> kind of it kind of ties in. It, it ties very loosely to the first film, but it really kind of tries to stand alone. Like it's almost right. like another installment. Like kind of in the way the James Bond movies do. Where there's a little bit of a nod to stuff in the past sometimes, right. but really it's just a new day, a new mission. Uh, it, exactly, it, it's very new. But mm-hmm. there's also there were certain times where I felt like the movie was sort of saying, "Now see how you remember this from the first movie." Right. And the thing that's weird about that is, you know, that's a dangerous game when you're talking about the first GI Joe movie. Right. Except for, I mean, I, obviously they're huge fans of the first movie oh, sure. or something. I don't know, whatever. But all it did for me watching the movie was make me go, wow, I really don't remember that movie. I, mean, the first, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I really actually don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Right. I don't remember what, what happened all that much. I mean, I remember the first movie, you know, probably in exactly the same way I'm going to remember this movie <laughs> in, a, in a couple of years. Like, yeah. there are certain action details that happened mm-hmm. where I went, okay, that was pretty cool. Right. And I kind of remember those, right? Right, right. But, you know, the general arc of the story (laughs) and who ended up where and all this stuff. And and there's this whole huge thing going on with Snake Eyes and um, Storm Shadow and Storm Shadow about, you know, their their huge history past and everything like that. Right. And you get to a point where you see more flashbacks of when they were little kids. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that happened in the first movie or right. something. But, you know, trying to pull down this whole <laughs> story of it, I'm like, I'll take your word for it that right. that, that, right. that happened. If you say that know. happened, I'll do yeah. So, so in this one, um, and it's kind of – the one of the things that I actually liked about this movie, not that, you know, that gives everything away, I guess, but one of the things I liked most about this movie – was that when it started, it just said, the hell with it. Right. I mean, it, ju- it just went, yeah. whatever, right. we're going, right? Yep. And I thought that was really cool, and it saved trying to piece some story together and and go, here's kind of introduction-iness, you yeah, know, right. where they're, where uh, Duke is is <laughs> is at his house and they're playing a video That's game. That's actually a very him. fun scene. That, that was a pretty cool scene, but it was – you know, you expect that to kind of start off. It's yeah. You right, know, most right. movies don't start off like James Bond movies, which is why right. they call it starting like a James, James Bond, Bond movie, Bond, right? right? Where you're just you start off and you're in the middle of some action right. sequence. Just catch That's up here. We go. Not right. how most stuff starts out. And right. I thought they 
they did that really well in this. Yeah. And then you kind of move on. I thought that um, one thing that builds right off of that, I guess, is that what I didn't like is that after about a half hour, all of a sudden it's the Dwayne Johnson movie. Right. <laughs> and really right. everybody else is just kind of background. Right. right? I mean – there are other people in the movie, and there are other people who you have the toy of. Right. But, you know, they're not that. Get out of the rock. They're, they're not that interesting. Yeah, right. Except for, um, you know, the the uh, there is this whole other dynamic. It's almost like there's two movies that they're splicing together. Yeah. And one of them is the Snake Eyes Storm Shadow movie. Right. And and it's very separate. They're a, a whole really other part of the world. When we go over to that part of the movie, we are way in another world that's all to itself and right. everything. And they have some parts in in that in that piece of the movie, I guess, that are really trying to stand out and yeah. and show you that it's not just the Dwayne Johnson movie, right? And right. we have the big, you know, flying sword fight on on ropes yeah, that, that you see a lot of in the trailer. That so that, you, it's you longer. Can, you you not only get a, get some of that in the trailer, but also there's uh, you know, floating around the internet, they have like a 6-minute clip of that oh, do they really? available where oh, you can well, see right. huge amounts of it. So you know, everyone. If, you know, everyone who wanted it has seen a lot of that already. Snake Eyes was the first Boba Fett. Like he was the first guy, and what I mean by that is now Boba we're Fett. We're gonna get letters. Oh man, I can't stand Boba Fett. He can he can hang with Doctor <laughs> Who and the Sarlacc, as far as I'm concerned. No, but he was a guy who was just kind of like in the background, and just everybody drew to him and made him super popular. And you have to have a big part of a film, whether it's the first film or this one, be about Storm Shadow. I mean, not be about Snake Eyes. Right. And I can understand that. If they put that up on um, online somewhere as like an extended trailer or yeah. an extended scene, that makes sense because people, they love seeing Snake Eyes. Right. Guy never says a line of dialogue. And the, and the whole – Except in this film. The whole, crazy, away, but... the whole crazy uh, sword fight aspect yeah. to that and everything is – I mean, first of all, it's crazy. Right. And – yeah. That there are, you know, if we actually get into the into the meat of the movie, which we haven't done, but basically it's we've got the plot, you know, by it's obviously called retaliation. So there's right. a whole, even though Cobra Commander is captured and right. and all all this, whatever he's in our version of carbonite or some dumbass thing yeah. because he can't just be in a cell or right now, of course not, because that wouldn't be you know, cartoony enough or right, something. Right. Um, and, and so what we have is the president is yeah. doing bad things. Right. <laughs> I like Jonathan Price too. I always like seeing him and stuff. I thought it was really cool. And, you know, I don't know if it gives anything away because it happens so fast that you know what's going on that it doesn't, it doesn't count. But Zartan has taken over right. as the president. And what I thought was kind of cool is uh, that Zartan could be in the movie and yet not be in the movie. Right, and it's right. just Jonathan yeah. Price all day <laughs> double, long. Double dealing, and you see, yeah. you know, uh, like <laughs> he didn't even have to show up, really. I mean, yeah. they just like superimposed right, his footage. They could have just taken him from the movie. Taken or a something. CGI picture. Right. Right. So anyway. Um, and if you don't know Zartan, it, it, there's a there's a. 
there's a weird part of this that if you just didn't grow up with the toys or the cartoons, you don't know. Zartan is a chameleon. He's a he's right. like a guy you, who's you a just master don't know of what's disguise. Going on, right. So of course he's the master of disguise who impersonates the president. Right. So, so yeah. Um, and the big plot is relates to nuclear weapons, but we're not exactly sure how for quite a while. Right. Um, and I'll I'll say this because I might forget later though, but when that all actually comes down, right. I thought that was really cool. I like that that <laughs> aspect of the story. There's a lot of the film that's just disposable, you know, comic book TV right. adaptation kind of thing. The actual Armageddon aspect of this, I actually did really enjoy it. I thought it was actually surprisingly smart for what they were trying it, I to do. I thought it was a very interesting theory. Like, yeah, and I like going on. And, and it makes sense why both as far as the impersonator of the president doing this thing to try to get um, and it's not going to ruin anything. Uh, to try to get other nations to follow suit. And then the resolution of that for the bigger, better weapon, I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it made a lot of sense. And they back it up with comic book logic and science. But if you believe the movie, you believe this story. So right. that's fine. Except that, you know, I don't know that those weapons really those uh, still those, work. Uh, Zeus I, I, I don't, yeah, I yeah. think that um, getting rid of nuclear weapons right does, isn't that easy does not necessarily get rid of our ability to take out right. satellites sure. but right. anyway now we're we've totally given away the this. whole movie right. exactly that's one of the things that i that really dragged me down um is how much you're allowed to think about it because right. it was trying to play both sides of the fence there right. and that always makes for a really difficult movie for me yeah when it's trying to do a bunch of stuff where <laughs> it goes okay it's kind of serious. We've thought this through. We have a real theory of how stuff will happen. Yeah. So now watch this part of the movie. Right. And then you get to the next part of the movie and it's like insanity going on and we're yeah. in the middle of a cartoon and it's like, eh, you can't complain because it's just a cartoon just, movie. Right. I hate that fallback. And when you go back and forth like that, if you pick one, I'm usually okay. Right. But, but don't if, juggle. Don't. Try it doesn't even it matter on. which yeah. one it is. If you want to be completely yeah. silly, okay, then I'm on. Yep. Then you know, I watch the cartoon, and you are right. you do have a certain defense where you say, "Look, it's GI Joe the cartoon made into a movie. Right. You can't think through everything that much." Right. But when this movie's trying to get you at certain points to kind of follow along and think things are serious, yeah. Then when you have like the you know crazy flying ninja scene that just doesn't make any sense yeah especially when the dude's got a gun right then (laughs) you know then i kind of go eh you know that's actually a pretty stupid scene i mean it would be one thing if we were sticking with that right and then especially because once you really go far in the take us seriously Mm -hmm. and look at what we're doing with the uh I guess with technology, there are a lot of parts in the in the movie where it's like we have advanced technology, right. and so that's getting us somewhere and and built on real things that right. that exist, and we take it to the next level. But you cannot remote control a bullet. I mean, you cannot look in your I little thought, scope. Oh, come on! They do this all and, the time and turn it yeah. at the speed of a bullet. Oh no, they slowed down. Fast, slow, they slow fast down. enough to do it. Yeah, they slowed that they down. Slowed time down. But theoretically, a bullet is traveling. What? But anyway, but you know, that's just one of those things where if you're going to go that far that way, then I have to start thinking things like if I had these little flies right. that could explode, 
what the hell else do I need? Right, because clearly they wipe out everybody. If I if I just have a bunch yeah. of these, I could take over the right. world. I don't yeah. I don't need yeah. I don't need a big satellite. There was a fun moment. There's a there's a gun scene, and I almost looked over at you uh, just to see if you were enjoying it because one of your favorite films is Equilibrium, and they have right, basically they have a gun scene. scene. Yeah, and. And I would have thought, because you're a big fan of the film, and as soon as they started doing this, and I was like, it actually, I liked the scene in G.I. Joe better than the best scene of Equilibrium for the Gunkata stuff. I thought it was really good in the movie, and it looked like a really fun fight scene. But I wasn't sure if you liked that or not. I wasn't sure if that was like a homage to it or if it was just kind of. I, I like, would have I would have liked that scene better. And and the if if we're gonna like focus in on the actual Gunkata, right? Right. The, the fact that they do that. You know that you just movie. turned a, a corner. Like you're basically like one step away of being like, okay, now if you have a Jedi lightsaber and you right. have a hard crystal, no, like no. you just if, you just if you're gonna have a bit of a geek season, about Gunkata, so I love if it. you're gonna have the scene where you have that happen in the movie. Right. I would have liked it a lot better if it didn't last as long. Right. I mean, it went. That's yeah. the kind of thing. That's the point of the whole that that I'm thinking should not last that long. Right. It's it's also the same sort of thing as right. when you, if you're in this movie, like there's that whole action believability thing, right? If you're trying to be serious about like your fight scenes, uh-huh. then be serious about your fight scenes. Right. And if you're gonna have scenes where people beat the hell out of each other for like ten minutes, and right. all of a sudden I'm watching the Pink Panther, right? You know, fights or something like that, and it's crazy. Then do that. Right. But don't do both. This is and, that and, and me they me. have a little bit of both do of both. that yeah. in this too, especially when you've got Dwayne Johnson, right? And that guy cannot kick Dwayne Johnson's ass. I don't care <laughs> what <laughs> theory you are working on. God. Now, when he takes out the pipe and right. and smacks him with the pipe, then pipe. fine, that's right. okay. But other than that, yeah. I mean, there is. I don't care what you've studied, <laughs> and. <laughs> And I actually have studied. So Maybe he I know. studied rock food. There's only so much weight and like body mass you can give up before you know you you punch Dwayne Johnson in the gut and he just doesn't right. care. Right. He doesn't even know you did it. I mean, right. he you know unless you're you're already close to the same right build and physique build and mass that you can get something behind it, him. And, and when he hits you, right, you're done. Right. <laughs> well, it, it's about your chi. You have <laughs> yeah. to you have to focus. And if you don't focus, then that's that's part of it. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, I thought that was a cool scene. That was I don't know if the director really liked it or not. Cool scene, but it was cool to see. But it went a little long for me, just because I I don't I don't believe it anymore. Once you're doing it for a while, right? You know what I mean? At some point, somebody shot someone. I mean, it's just you can't just well, it's the matrix matrix fighting. A 15 minute fight looks great, but you know, after seven minutes, people are tired. Somebody's going to get the best of you because there's 400 agents. Or, I right, mean, come on. Right. So anyway, but um, so yeah, they've they've taken over the president. They get rid of the Joes, and it's this whole. That's basically the first thing that happens in, in the movie. They, yeah, they kill them all. And you know, one of the other good things uh, I liked about the movie, in in one way, <laughs> you know, I don't know. We're just going back and forth with this. Uh, is it a cartoon or is it a real movie? Thing? Right. Because I liked that scene where they infiltrate the place and they get the nukes. Yep. The action-wise, that all came together pretty well. Yeah. 
but the, but you know, on the other end of that is if I have a building where I'm going to go in and kill everyone anyway, and there are nuclear bombs in it that I don't want the bad guys to get, <laughs> yeah, I can just blow up that building. Right. I mean, you know, there's at people some, still think you can shoot a nuclear weapon, and right? It and it goes though. off. People right. don't necessarily so, know all that. Anyway, so that was yeah. kind of both ways of weird too. But I did like that action that scene. Point. It was pretty cool, and you don't see a lot of action scenes like that that I think work well. Yeah. When you have a whole lot of protagonists and a whole lot of antagonists right. all going Going every which way because it turns into just a mess when you usually see it. And they did that really pretty good. Yeah. Um, So anyway, get back to the story. So, so we've wiped out most of the Joes. Right. And we have uh, Dwayne Johnson is roadblock. Yep. And uh, we've got Lady J and Flint and Flint. And, and Snake Eyes is somewhere else. He isn't right. on this Snake mission, Eyes so was, he's presumed did not to be go. Right. right. So he's he's got his own little world going on. Right. But those are the only ones left. And uh, and everyone else gets whacked, and it's right. it's really kind of weird. Yeah. That that actually threw me a little bit when this movie started because, uh, you know, I was kind of going into it, like, surely not everyone right. is dead, or, you know, and, and it's and it's going to be these three people against right. the universe, right. and. But no, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of a is. spoiler. But it doesn't happen. It happens really early in the movie, right? You know, Channing Tatum is back for a bit, and then he's not around anymore, right? And so. and it, that's kind of a weird thing to do. But right. I got the impression from this movie throughout a lot of it that they really were thinking, uh, you know, we're gonna screw with it, right? I, I mean, they, you know, we're gonna okay, fine, we have to be GI Joe, but we're gonna mess with things right. so that yeah. you at least have that much uh loss of expectation you know right like people aren't going to be able to say well i know what's going to happen because yeah. because look you didn't know what was going to happen right. right right you were wrong about that um and so yeah so we get down to where we have those three and then we have snake eyes out there and you know we obviously have to break cobra commander out right. and then it all comes down to this whole nuclear arms thing right and working with the president and then expose the fake president and right. what are they going to do and how do they save the world and everything right. and, <clears throat> and and the uh you know the upshot is kind of strange in a way like it made me think when we got to a certain point in this movie it made me think back to when we were reviewing skyfall mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, it's not Bondy enough because it doesn't have like the the Bondy things that yeah. you want to have, right? And on your side of the table, you know, you were kind of going, look, you don't make movies anymore, even if it's Bond, and you have to, to a certain extent, kind of stay true to the general mythology of a Bond movie or right. something. But, you know, you don't make movies anymore where it's, you know, Blofeld who's right. going to blow up Magic, the world. and plan for a billion. Right, who wants to, you know, take over the whole planet or something like that. Like, that doesn't fly anymore. You right. can't do that. And then and then that's sort of what we have. I mean, right. it, it's funny. It like comes villain perspective yeah. and the bad guy theory. I felt like I was watching a Bond movie in the 70s. It's this funny. was very like yeah. early Bond kind of crazy scheme. I had that moment, too, where I started thinking and I started realizing that basically Cobra Commander is threatening the world with a bunch of nuclear special awesome big bombs. 
Except they're not even and they're nuclear. Not even that. No, I know. And then I was like, maybe he's been in that tank for a long time. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. he should hook up with Dr. Evil and find out that, like, that's not the new Black. Like, well, I, I think it's like... You but know, it was a funny throwback, because in a weird way, I plan he had like, before he went in. Right, yeah. Right? And, right. and maybe he... He's been in... Because he has a moment where he literally says to Zartan as a president, he's like, it took you long enough. Right. And he's like, well, sometimes things are slowed down. You know, maybe he really was in there too long and... Yeah, I I don't know. It was very strange, but this is the kind of like, and you know, it's it's still very GI Joey yeah, in in terms of I guess what goes on, but it really kind of made me think like, you know, this is a, you know, what's going to happen really? Right. I mean, he clearly doesn't have like, I mean, he's obviously got plenty of people working for him, right? They can right. build whole satellites over, and right. send them up and and whatever. Yeah, but but once you don't destroy the world. Right. Then what do you do? How do you hold your power? What's the right. what's the end game really yeah. to this? I don't know. And it seemed very very strange. But it kind of, you know, it worked in like movie worldness or yeah. whatever. I mean, it it served yeah, its yeah, purpose yeah. as a as a movie. Um. Anyway, the one other thing, and maybe we'll like jump into these clips and see if they give us anything. But you know, the one other thing that I wanted to say, uh, that I have to say about this movie is, as much as I, you know, I did not dislike this movie. Here we go. Probably as much as I thought I would, or something, because you know, I didn't love the first uh, one. The first one was like okay. Yeah, it was okay. But like going into this one. You know, there's always like the second movie right. thing. So I'm like, you know, if the first one was okay, right, and usually they go down. Where do that. I expect to end up here? And I, I definitely did not dislike this movie as as much as I thought I was going to. And probably we've kind of given an overall view of where this movie goes and stuff. But the main thing for me with this movie that I was very surprised <laughs> about is I was bored a lot watching this See, movie. See, this is yeah, this is and they they made a decided effort um, again, and it's given away once you realize once you don't just absorb the tagline. It is GI Joe retaliation. They're going the route of the Empire Strikes Back. Like this is really about Cobra coming on strong and really having an advantage, right. pushing it, and basically wiping out all the GI Joes except a handful, like we've talked about. Right. You said something earlier that was that was kind of how I felt um, right after the film, and again, instant reaction. This is how this is how we're doing it. Is it didn't it made the mistake of sometimes trying to make you think too hard about stuff, and then didn't make you think like don't make them think too hard at all. It's still just a GI Joe film. When it's when it's not making you think too hard about something, there's not the other side of that. There's no emotional vested interest in anybody. It's fun to watch right. The Rock. It's fun to watch Dwayne Johnson, and I'm a big fan of his. I, I have not disliked a film he's ever been in. I find him really energetic, really captivating, all the stuff we said right. before. This is the worst film he's been in right. for me, and it was because that he was just real. And it's not him. It's just the story doesn't ask him to do anything except go from A to B and shoot as many guys between – or blow something up or get punched, whatever. Right. But that's no different than any other character that's going on. Like, they had a moment to really lift themselves above the first film. And in a lot of ways, though I'm like you, I don't really remember the first film too much, aside from the trailer. Right. I remember the exosuits. I remember the bus right, scene. Right. I remember all the things like that. I remember the Baroness. 
Right, and um, and, and know, like but, like I said, the big scenes that this movie has, you know, not just the ninjas on ropes. I mean, right, I'm no, sure every, that. everyone will remember that. Right, but the, it does have a lot of action yeah. stuff that happens that I thought was really pretty cool. Yeah. It has a lot that happens. Right, we've talked a that lot. That is goofy. This too, is a weird thing because we it do has this. good stuff coming out. We do this weird thing, and it depends both collectively on us. Like we'll either talk negatively about something but really enjoy the film right. or talk positively about something and not so be about right. you know, the movie. And this is one of those times where we've been talking about how great the action is and how interesting The Rock is and all these. It's it's a boring movie. It's it very really flat. Is. Right. It's very flat and it almost seems like it, it if I didn't know better, I would almost say that it was and I and I don't necessarily feel like this is true. I'm just putting it out there. It almost felt like it was too afraid to really go hard on PG-13. Like it wanted to stay PG as much as it could by being adult. Right. And that's not enough for the subject matter that you put forward. You put this on the table and you slide it towards us and we're supposed to buy this big story. And the guys that get killed, you know, they don't just like, oh, you shot me. They they get killed. Right. Like there's explosions. There's people dying everywhere. Go for it. You know, do do something with it. Don't just sit back and let it throttle and, and idle. Right. Because then it just, I was just sitting there and I'm like, well, I guess we're going to wait until the next big fight scene. And in a way, they cover all their bases. There's a, there's a you know, big battle on the water. There's a big battle on the mountains. There's a big battle in space. <clears throat> right, you know, all right. these things. And it's, Oh, that it's was, that was boring. one of the other things that really, really ticked me off at the end of the movie. Um, what? Because... By the time you get towards the end of the movie, right, mm-hmm. we've already gone through this whole thing where I'm off balance, right? It's right. like, it, is it this or is it this, you yeah. know? It's like there's semi-cool stuff going on, like, you know, uh, there's this whole scheme to get Storm Shadow, you know, into the prison, right, where right. he pretends he's snake eyes because the uh, president has blamed the assassination of a, of the leader of Pakistan. Pakistan, yeah. On Snake Eyes. So Snake Eyes gets taken into the thing until it turns out to be Storm Shadow. Right. And so we put Storm Shadow in the deep freeze, and then we have this whole thing to explain how he's going to possibly break out of this thing. And it's not comic booky. No. It's like a, you know, this could be like a James Bond right, movie. I mean, James, kind of James Bond movie is its own kind of comic booky, right, but, right. but it's, you know, it's like a, a theory that's real or whatever. And on the inside of the prison, we have this like very real, you know, some kind of spy, Jason Bourne, something, you yeah. know, going on where Storm Shadow's got this plan going on. On the outside of the prison, we have this whole, you know, the furthest reaches of cartoon craziness. Right. Where we not only have the little flies that explode, but the motorcycle that in mid-jump turns into a bunch of rockets uh, all, like that, all on its yeah, own. Right. I mean, it's a okay, like, little tricky it's a very, thing. It's a very spy movie But thing. it's not the kind of thing that you go, well, oh, yeah, well, I saw one of those before. You <laughs> right. know, they have those in yeah. the Army. Where, I'm saving <laughs> up for one of those. That's a, that's a real thing that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, it, right. you know, it's this craziness. And, you know, it's the littlest thing, and it's just stupid, geeky thing. But, right. you know, since we've been going through that in so many different ways, and then we get to the end of the movie, and all the stuff that happens in space makes noise. Right. 
And it just you always hate that. It stuff. was yeah. like oh, it was like fingers on a yeah. chalkboard when right. that started happening. It's like and a lot of noise and a lot of weird different noise because it keeps going back and forth to, you know, we're on the ground, yeah, and then cut to we're watching the satellite load or do yeah. whatever it does, and it's all like, like <laughs> and it's like making ratcheting noises and it's you know doing all this stuff and I'm like come on pick yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm thinking the same way. I'm thinking, okay, you're laying out a very smart plan for the film, but then you do very stupid things like the the guy who's on TV with the president, the chief CIA agent assigned to the Secret Service guy assigned to right, the president, right. has a cobra pin on his lapel. <laughs> right. And I'm thinking that's such a comic book thing to do, and that's okay, or a, or a cartoon. But the world knows about cobra now. Right. And and now you've got a cobra pin well, except, on his lapel. And later you really he... kind of get to do they or don't they? Because well, it's like they're trying to. That's another one where it's like I'm not sure the, where they're going there because well, they, the president says now it's my cobra plan, and I'm thinking, oh my god, and, why and isn't everyone standing symbol, up? And it's everything. right, and not everyone in the country doesn't go um, cobra. Well, you know, the, the bad guys. The vast so majority do they know anything right. or don't they? There's the there's the big thing that I always bothers me anyway and i love pop culture so it's kind of a hypocritical thing 99 percent of people that watch anything or read anything could probably tell you who is on the voice or american idol nobody knows who the secretary of state is right you know so it, you know if there were people paying attention you know huffington post if gi joe was real but it would this, be lit up they'd be like oh my god this is not the president but everyone would be like i can't wait to see what Nicki minaj does <laughs> right. like there's a funny moment there that they don't mean to play up which is the stupidity of general populace. You know, right. They don't see it. Because the guy's pin is right there on CNN. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, okay, don't think too much about it because that's a funny haha cartoon comic book moment. Right. But they do kind of this thing off and on. And like you say, it gives you no balance. Like you don't really know whether to be well, comfortable with it in this form or it, not. It's like at the same time, you know, their whole plan with the satellites. Mm-hmm theoretically kind of makes sense. It does. And it's like some it's, sort of it's, it's some sort of smart plan where it's like mm -hmm. really look this could be like a real thing this right. is not you know a super ray gun that right. makes no sense and we just want to have a death ray right? right yeah this is supposedly some like scientifically grounded yeah. idea that could exist except here's all the other craziness <laughs> yeah. going on you know like w like why do you have everything from every direction it, yeah. it, and then to put all that into the movie, and I'm bored of, most of right. the time. That it, you, that's horrendous. You, it's it, it's an interesting thing to think of <laughs> that Channing Tatum is the heart of this film, because once he's gone, usually the guy who can carry anything. And I've seen I've seen news stories talking about you know promoting the film, talking about how The Rock is um, you know series Viagra. You throw him in any series right, of right. films and he boosts them and he does the guy's got a crazy track record for yeah but in, in, a, or all these in a very things. specific way and i think in a way that we are not using him to our best advantage exactly that's i mean that's my point which is he's got so much there's there is an emotion to the movie between he and channing tatum earlier on where they're best friends they're best army best army buddies you get good moments with his family they're all playing around and then when he's gone you're supposed to just believe that The Rock is on a revenge mission. And that's cool. I've seen him do that a bunch of times, but not as boring as this one right. has him do. And they've got a budget. They've got guys like Bruce Willis around him. They've got weapons and right. lasers, and it should be exciting. And and I was 
Lord, I I was like, man, what's going on? And I think that where where it gets to there is that you know uh, Dwayne Johnson can really pull it off. I mean, yeah, he can. Like he's totally capable we, of doing it. We've been uh, talking about him and how he can make you like him. But what I where I think he kind of gets lost in a movie, and you know, not necessarily even his fault or anything, is yeah. that you know he he I don't think can really carry it the whole way, like all by himself. Yeah. I mean, he can't really like fill well, every gap yeah. from every direction when he's not getting. And, you know, if he had Duke still in the movie mm-hmm. to play off of right. and to, you know, just keep that kind of emotional thing going yeah. or 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 he had someone, but he, yeah, has, he doesn't but have he, but he has no one to right. work with. And he's got the people around to work with. Right. It's just that, you know, they're not people who can do anything either. And especially like, you know, you've got Flint. Yeah. Man, he didn't even need to be in the movie. And he's useless. Yeah. He's just there as far as trying to, you know, move stuff along Mm -hmm. or or get a scene together with with Dwayne Johnson and have him have something that he can play off of. Right. But, you know, it's almost like, you know, Dwayne Johnson's in like a vacuum in this movie. Yeah. And and then you get, you know, the one of the one of the best chances there is in this movie for somebody else to kind of be able to pull you in and not make it boring is Snake Eyes and he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah right. You put <laughs> You put all your weight, you know, on a guy who can't communicate. And he's in the film is kind of whenever he's in the shadows, it's hard to see him. He's supposed to be like nodding or point. you don't see anything. He's always right. just like every every intonation of his self is like the slight turn of his head. Right. And it's not enough. And it and but it almost it, is. I it's mean, close, it, but it just, you know, it, it, it does it, actually it, do fairly well. It works better just, than it. Yeah, it's just that. It's you know, <laughs> you know, like they're saying in the movie, right? I mean, he's got such a hill to climb, right, to get to anything that will make any difference yeah. that he can't do that. I'm surprised at a couple things, and I will do the clips. These are real quick. I'm surprised that Destro is basically acknowledged and left in right, the film, which right. was really interesting. And there, you know, certain characters that were in the first film that didn't die out, like the Baroness. Like I kept thinking she was going to show right. up somewhere. I thought she was actually the one on the bike. At first, because I thought, well, they got Lady J. They don't have Scarlet oh, anymore. Right, There's right. got to be a girl on right, girl fight. Right, because you don't know for a long time. Right, you have no is, clue. Right. And I was just like, well, this will be where the Baroness shows up. And for whatever reason, other characters didn't show up and they left them. And then they brought in other characters. You know, this is an old film. This is like 20 years ago. But when Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Costner, came out, and everyone was really surprised. This is pre-internet days anyway. Everyone right. was really surprised that Sean Connery was the King of England. He was right. just like this... 30-second cameo at the end. They they wasted Bruce Willis in this movie. Yeah. Like, everything that Bruce Willis does in this film, with the exception of one kind of cool moment, is in the trailer. All of his right, lines right. of, like, I'm feeling a little irregular, like, all that well, stuff. Well, yeah, and not, he should have been not a only that, second but, end at the end. He yeah. should have been giving everybody medals at the end, and you would have just been like, holy shit, it's Bruce Willis. Look at right, that. That right. would have been cool. That would have actually, that would have actually given him more purpose. Right. Everything than, else that he does he up did. until then, he... He looked bored right, in the movie. Right. That Bruce Willis that we saw is not the same Bruce Willis that we saw in Looper. And that's right, the last exactly, time I saw him. Right. That is just not the same guy. And right. he just looked like he was and, roused out of bed. And, and you know, to, and said, to, throw, to throw that out, um, 
since you since you said that's you know the last time you saw him, I he was in this movie Lay the Favorite that I uh, just saw on DVD where yeah. uh, he's a uh, he's like a gambler in Las Vegas, but he runs sports right and everything. He's not like a poker player, right? No, he's yeah. like in his little office. Right. Calling, <laughs> calling offshore places, making his bets, and right. some girl who shows up who moves and wants to be a waitress, and then gets hooked up with them, and this whole thing, right? But yeah. but that's like kind of what it revolves around, and it's this you know very like small movie, but Catherine Z. Jones is in it, yep. Joshua Jackson's in it from Fringe, and yep. there's you know there are some people in it, and he was awesome in that. Yeah. And it was like tiny little, right? You know, it's it, it's obviously big enough because it's got big names in it and everything. Yeah. But it's like a little thing. It didn't have a theatrical release, and it's a indie kind of a thing. Right. And he was great. He didn't look great in this, and he was not great in this. And he could have, you know, give him like ten more minutes and something to actually do. He right. might have pulled some stuff together right. Right. and and gotten rid of the right. boredom. Because well, there's a weird thing that you just mentioned, and then I want to hear the clips anyway, but you were talking about how The Rock has, you know, how Dwayne Johnson has nothing to really do and work around once Channing Tatum is gone. And you're right, Flint just doesn't have the meat. I don't know that the guy isn't a good enough actor, but the, the story isn't there for him to do anything. But he wouldn't have a chance in. to anyway. Yeah. And, and Lady J is cool. You know, she actually, she held her own in a lot of scenes, but it almost always seems like if The Rock is in the scene, they're small. Like they're right, very small exactly. and they don't have anything to do but stand in the shadow. This this and, really and the story doesn't do enough for Dwayne Johnson to do what he can do. Like I've seen him in other films carry like a range of emotions. I don't mean like the tooth fairy, like oh he's like repentant now that he's a hockey player right, and gone. Right, you know, right. I just mean he's totally capable, but he's got a look, a build, and an attitude that says this is the kind of film you should be in right now. The rundown and and walking tall and all this stuff. Right. And he's great at it. But man, if they had just let him go and, a little and, bit, and you this know, would have been totally different. You know, the weird thing too, like we're talking about these other people. This is this would be like a great movie for some like feminists to get a hold of. Oh, they will because yeah. and you know, not that I'm necessarily Here we go. now necessarily now we're on the, the feminist side of things oh, uh, all the time, right? But you know why? Because she's in this movie a lot, and she, she is. is never yeah. given anything to do. Mm-hmm. That makes her interesting, or or actually showcases anything, except we stare at her ass for a long right. time. She's eye candy. That that's, sucks. That's what we get in this. Movie. The has... only time we're we're looking at her mm-hmm. for a decent amount of time, yeah. where we're actually talking about something interesting, and yeah. we're talking about her past, and someone's actually having a conversation or something. We can only do that as long as we get to look at her half naked. Right. If you if you cut off Four minutes of the exploding titsy flies. If you take three minutes off the the flying swords, you've got enough of a buffer. You need at least 15 minutes to make this best scene that she's in work, and they failed. Right. When she has to – when she goes into this ball where the president is to try to get some evidence of his DNA so they can analyze it to see if they're right about him being an imposter, it is the most – it's almost like if you put like the Thomas Crown Affair or Mission Impossible on – and you accidentally just held the fast-forward button down. It goes by way too quick to build right. any suspense. And right. what they do build, they take the rug out from underneath it as soon as they can because they can't wait to get to the next scene because, you know what, nothing is exploding. Right. Exactly. And that's the mistake this woman and, makes because that scene that she's in, 
you're supposed to believe she's in danger, even when they start IDing her at the terminal. But and there's no is, sense of danger at all. Around, right. And then all of a sudden, you know she's caught and found out, and the the Cobra Commander lapel guy goes and finds her, and she's mysteriously and vanished. She, and, she's and there's no already. explanation for any of the stuff that's there except, oh, it would have happened in a spy film, so we're going to do it. And it and it, and that sucks because that doesn't work right. Scene. It doesn't work right because. You know, they just don't put it together in a way. It's like I would have loved that. It's like it's like if they said we have to have the suspense scene, but I don't really care if it's suspenseful. I just I just have to have this scene. We got to put it in. But but you know the thing is that's a good example in this movie, and there there are several other examples. But um, this is a great movie, I think, for me to remember and go back to a lot because this movie is edited. Uh, horribly really bad. This is like one of the worst edited movies that That's I, I, that I've seen in years. Yeah. And even lots of the action scenes, it's like it's like we were editing the movie in like 10 seconds like fell on the floor and we lost it. Right. And, and we just nobody put noticed it, and we just put, and we just put right. it back together or something. Yeah. It is it is crazy bad how yeah. this is edited. And you know when you're talking about a movie and you go, "Oh, this was a really well edited scene." Right. It doesn't. It's hard to. Yeah. It's hard it to is. deliver that idea. Right. Until you can go back and go, okay, go watch G.I. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's a bad version. Right. <laughs> and know. say that's horrible. All right. Let's so check, let's check some of the. So we do have some clips. Now we can't really jump off of the clips very no. much. But, well, we may go over, but we could at least hear two of them. We r- hear right, but we'll give uh, we'll give uh, Bruce Willis a shot. I think the second right. one of Bruce Willis is actually cooler. Right. So uh, we'll we'll start with this one. There's something really cool that that I I really relate to and I, I really like and I, I've always supported uh, the military and whatever you know anybody's take on it is at the bottom line it's it's about doing the right thing and looking after people and trying to help people and I I like that that creed and whether there's comedy in it or, or not there's still the idea of looking after people. And I like that a lot. I think people want to see you beat your best performance and beat your best work and, and surprise them. There's nothing better than going to the movies and being surprised and going, oh, my God, how'd they do that? Whether it's a Whether it's a stunt or whether it's a scene or whether it's a joke that you go, oh, it's just so it's always it's a it's a great job to have it's a great job to have to have to continually challenge yourself to beat your best record I think that there is a there's a sense of there's a sense of honor uh, in the east that this film really speaks to and about it's that same thing about about doing the right thing, about helping people, about about service, and about, in some cases, sacrifice, and uh, it is it is a universal thing. It's like you're saying, it is a, a worldwide concept uh, that you either do the right thing or you don't do the right thing, and uh, this is a whole this is a whole team of you know of men and women who do the right thing. Hmm. And see that that was uh, one of those points there where you know it makes me wonder how much of the movie he's seen 
Yeah. Or, 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 or <laughs> because like what you were just saying, man, like maybe he really did do a lot of great stuff or more stuff and they just cut the hell out right. of it. Right. Maybe, maybe a did. lot of it is on the floor and, and he's, he got paid. He's like, well, I mean, I did my work. Right. There's, uh, there's also a certain weird, I think, theory going on to some of the angles the movie takes when he's in it. Like, um, you know, somebody thought that this whole he's got weapons hidden around his house right. everywhere was like a really good gag. Right. And so we ran with that for a long time. Right. I mean, we, we, we had to watch that happen for quite a while yeah. until we get to the weird dune buggy tank thing. Right. You know, whatever. But he just keeps turning around and there's more weapons mm-hmm. and like in every single part of his house which looks completely normal right it looks like and you're... it's just like very you know like get smart you know you right. like push a button and the stove, stove opens yeah, up right. and there's guns in it or whatever it is yeah. and it's like somebody thought that was really great yeah and i mean obviously because look at how much of it we filmed right so somebody thought that was really going to go over well and mm-hmm. man did it not it, it, he, he at one it point did not land at, at all yeah at one point bruce willis walks through the scene and is literally like vanna white on the wheel of fortune he's just tapping cupboards and they're right. not they're not opening but everyone rushes to them and pulls them open right and i'm just like i wait for him to open up the garage or go into the basement and have like 60 soldiers just waiting at attention <laughs> right. you know, or robots i mean Whatever. It, just yeah, didn't it, work. it didn't work out. And I, I don't know. At some point, I'm not sure that we actually saw the movie that right. he's talking about. And you yeah, know, that's yeah. Because I mean, it doesn't sound like it. But anyway, all right. Let's let's we hear. If we play Johnson. this, we're going to run out of time for the live listeners. Okay. Well then, so uh, I don't know if that we just go over or if we play it after or what do you want to do? Uh, let's let's that would suck for let's kind of do the like, oh, let's kind of do the summary and we'll give our okay. star ratings and stuff like that and then we can uh, listen to Dwayne yeah, Johnson. Yeah, because I like to hear it. And if you're listening live, then you know go download go, it. Go download it because we're going to put the best part at the end. <laughs> Sorry, that's what we totally suckered people. I in just right there. I just thought the film you know couldn't get out of its own way with its decisions and with its you know bad decisions really yeah. Just like what we said before, it was just unfortunately really boring. I don't, I feel kind of like you did though. Like I didn't expect a whole lot from it. So I wasn't as disappointed with it as I thought it was going to be because it's still, when it, when it works, it's, it's working and it's engaging and there are fun parts, but they're staggered and it's uneven and it's just off balance. And you know, for me, that's, that's like two stars. Yeah. You know, it's below average because it couldn't even maintain. If I'm bored at a film and it's got all the, you know, the resources that this has, right? Then you're below average for me. So yeah, that's like, um, you know, I'm a little bit, I think, lower than yeah, that. I can totally see. I, I was, you know, I'm thinking like one and a half. Yeah, that's not basically. That I was, for me, you know, when I'm trying to figure out my rating, it's like. Um, at some point, if you're going to be an action movie and I'm bored, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, you is. know that I I feel like I have to count that a lot. Yeah. If, if this is the kind of movie it's going to be, and I'm actually like kind of looking around the theater, going, "Is right. this really what I'm watching?" And, right. I, and I'm bored. You know, you could be stupid and bad and have these ridiculous gimmicky things that you're trying to sell me on that are all cartoony and yeah. stuff. But now I'm bored, and that's right. and that's really bad. it's hard to get so a person back after you know if you if you bore exactly somebody, once just and that's so weird hard. too because uh, you know this movie had me for a little while it did, I, 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 I was kind of into it for a little while I was like hey we're going somewhere that's completely different yeah. and and that will be cool 
Yeah. But then after a while, I was like, okay, now I'm just, I'm really, you know, kind of bored and this is silly. And every scene went on too way much. longer than it should Big have. Big surprise for us to say. But, which is, yeah, right, because true, though. if you would get to the next thing, right. then I would probably not get right. so bored. And even things that are really crazy, um, you know, like the the twitches on the ropes is just really dumb. Yeah. And and there's just no two ways about that. No, because there, there's true. there's no way it's not dumb. That doesn't mean that it can't be kind of fun Exciting and cool and, fun. Right. and do right. stuff with it. Right. And here it was like, you know, there it, it's like ten minutes long or something. Yeah. I mean, it goes on and on forever. For a while, yeah. it was okay. And you know, we're shooting the Chinese stars out of the air, right. which is just dumb. And he doesn't yeah. just shoot him in the foot. And it's like one <laughs> other right. dumb thing after another. Yeah. And in the end, I just really, you know, it kind of came down to the boredom, even though there were yeah. things that I liked. And I actually thought Dwayne Johnson, you know, uh, I got to give him credit for trying like how Absolutely. He just didn't have enough well, that's like the to weirdest make it thing. possible. That's the weirdest thing for me, too, which is, like I said, I love this guy's films. I love all films. And I think he's really engaging. If this doesn't change the fact I'm going to I'm gonna see him in Fast and the Furious 6, too, and be excited for that. Right. But this is the worst film I've seen him in. He just yeah. he just felt kind of bored, you know, and it didn't seem like they knew what to do with him. Yeah, we're still totally running out of time, but thanks to the live listeners. Thanks <laughs> very much. And uh, now we'll pretend that we've switched over to the right. non-live listeners or something. Thanks for staying with us. And, um, yeah, you know, that's just really what I'm trying to think of, especially, you know, now that it really is instant reaction review. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Go give me a rating. Like right. as soon as you walk out, I'm like, you know, all I can keep thinking about right now is that I was so bored. Yeah. And this is one of those things too. Like you know, in a couple of days, that's the right. whole instant reactionness of it, right? In a couple of days, I might possibly think, it. eh, maybe it's average. It was still good. Yeah, I mean, right. maybe it's right. Whatever it is. Yeah. But this is a weird example, and not that we don't always complain about movies being too long. Right. But this is a weird example where we have had this exact comment come up a couple of times where <laughs> I want to see the director's cut of this movie yeah. that's shorter. Right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. where, where the, where the director time. goes, we didn't need quite as much yeah. of that. And then and then I feel like that would be even at least better look, look, than We're going to get to the next clip and then we'll yeah. be done. But the other thing that just doesn't – there's so many decisions. Like there's this moment and it's early in the movie. It doesn't ruin anything. But in order to get to the mountain ninja scene – they burn Storm Shadow, and he's got to go to, like, this ancient healing woman who pours right, this right, hot right. wax on him. And then later, all that happens is his back is a little red. Like, right. he never suffers any injuries. So that's, like, six minutes of film that is absolutely, totally, 100% unnecessary. Right. There's another way to get him back to this monastery. Find it. Don't, don't well, waste that's... his time, because that scene doesn't do anything except kind of facilitate the next explosion. Right. And that, that, that is... Uh... Uh, I think that is a perfect example of how a lot of this movie comes together and it's wrong. Yeah. I mean, it comes together wrong right. where we've said this all the time. This movie clearly, you know, there's story writing and then there's story writing and then there's like kicking a movie out as fast as you can right. kind of things. And, you know, this movie was built by outline. Like somebody made yeah. like a bullet point list. Like the weapons and in the said, house and everything. And said, said, we want to have this ninja fight on ropes up in the mountain that mm -hmm. that's like a bullet you right. know and then it's like there's all these and then they give it to somebody and go 
make it so this we can get to a point where this can happen. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, people staring at blank pieces of paper going, I need storm shadow up in a mountain. (laughs) Right. How do I? Yeah. And he was just in this thing and I need a reason for him to be in this crazy secluded place. And that's just, you know, that's how that's how obviously a lot of this movie happened, too. I mean, it's not just like that little thing. It's there are several points where you can see somebody had a good idea that they thought was, you know, here's a cute scene or a clever scene and figure out a way to get us there. And, you know, doesn't work out. So, all right, we're going to listen to Dwayne Johnson for a while, talk about this, and then we will probably uh, just get the heck out of (laughs) here. They wanted to take an already successful franchise and elevate it, make it better, uh, make it more rooted, more grounded. Um, And in that sense, it it was very appealing for me. And then for me, as an actor, to to come on board and breathe life into a character that was already uh, a uh, a strong character in the G.I. Joe mythology, breathe life into him and make him become a badass who can cook. If we are going to be an arm or a representation of the U.S. military in our hyper-realistic way of the G.I. Joes, well, let's make it real, as real as we can make it, and as rooted and as grounded um, and as boots on the ground. Uh, as as we possibly can. So uh, I think when everybody collectively has that thought in mind moving forward on how we're going to hopefully elevate the franchise, um, well, then you're able to shift into fourth and fifth, sixth gear and move and go with it. And so, you know, there was... <clears throat> it, was a, it was a shift in tone with the movie, uh, that we wanted to make in terms of the first one. The first one was really successful, did well, and audiences um, enjoyed it worldwide, but we all knew that there was better. It was a better movie to make um, and a more appealing movie to make and more badass movie to make. <laughs> Roadblock is considered the glue that holds the G.I. Joes together. Um, well-read, enjoys his poetry, uh, is a hell of a cook, and um, happens to be the only man on the planet who can physically hold um, one of the world's largest weapons that is supposed to be mounted on a tank, but he can hold it. You like how I give him that much credit? He's the only one on the planet that could no one else but Roadblock. Roadblock for me specifically made sense. Um, Not only is he the glue of the G.I. Joes, but I thought that there was something really uh, important in the fact that he chose not to be um, in the front, in the limelight, leading the group. Uh, You know, there's a great line in the movie that he says, which is, uh, I ain't doing this to put brass on my shoulder. 
So basically, I do it because I love it and I do it for my country. Um, and I like that. And I think when uh, when a man is in that space, then uh, it's admirable. And then there's a place to go. So he is the glue, but he doesn't have to be in the forefront. But yet he would emerge eventually as uh, as more than a glue. We'll get out of here pretty quick, but that just goes to show we didn't see the movie they made. Right, exactly. There's two moments in there that absolutely say that positively. One is, I don't remember him cooking anything. No, he cooked nothing. No. But in the in the movies that he's done in the past, like in The Rundown, this is like a thing that The Rock, that Dwayne Johnson seems to like to inject into his characters, to humanize them and to ground them, like the guy's always a chef. He, he seems to love cooking in real life because he always makes his characters do this. Right. But also the or, line of dialogue. Or, he, or he's got something very similar, similar to like that, that where very it's grounding, like very surprising. real guy. Like you wouldn't look thing, at this monster right. of a man and be like, oh, that guy loves flowers. He's, right, like, he's right. really into floral arrangements, like of course. And then he'll look at you and be like, what's wrong with that? Right. And you're like, nothing, man. <laughs> right. You're big. You know, but he has a line of dialogue that he really likes, and that wasn't and in the that movie wasn't either. in the movie So either. this is really It, it almost makes me wonder if he's not talking about the first movie this, right, or something, know. and I'm like, it, I don't remember that happening. But yeah. but you, this is what, you know, going into the movie and, uh, you know, going through the interview like this, I w- I'm like going, really? Right. Like I'm listening to the, the yeah, <laughs> this right. part of the interview, and, and I'm going, is that really what I'm about to see? Because the movie that they're both talking about, I want to I go want see. to see that. <laughs> right. Man, that sucks. I the, wish we had babbled too much. Uh, that would have been cool to have listened to them. I hope everybody like comes to the download right, of this. Because right. that was an interesting point we, we would have had fun running with on the live show. Man, I want to see that movie right, too, because man. Really, that sounds uh, really cool. He's, like, you know, he's well-read and he's right. a hell of a cook and stuff. And right. none of that comes out. And and that's the the craziest thing is I don't know if they if we're talking about a bunch of the stuff that ended up ended up on the cutting room floor or you know quite I got to tell you I don't know if we're talking about stuff that happened in the first movie right. people will be emailing us and going you right. idiots you don't even know that he's that's talking about something else I you know I don't even knows, know man. anything about it all I know is that the stuff that he's talking about I want to see right and the whole part where he's even talking about um you know roadblock is not in the forefront he's not leading yeah. the leading the crew but he's like the glue yeah you can see where maybe that theory exists somewhere I see they in the hinted script, at it. They hinted but they at did, it. but yeah. that didn't really no. happen either they hint- you don't get enough of right. him being any sort of right. glue of any thing right and then it's cool because then he, you know, steps up into the forefront now that right. he's forced to, right? Right. But you don't really get that at the beginning. Like you would have to, you'd have to be sold that Show in it, the beginning yeah. for it to matter later. They right? do it one time and they do it okay. It's kind of clumsy and it's just you're supposed to believe it because they they say it. But it's when they're getting ready to drop in to go get the warhead, and Duke says, you know, roadblock, lead us in prayer. And instead of praying, he quotes Jay-Z. Right. And he gets everybody to do the hoorah, you know. Everybody. Right. And then that's supposed to be the moment you get where he's like, he gets everybody, he brings them everybody together. And that scene as well, because the guy's nervous and he gives him a live round. He's like, when I made my first jump, right, right. put this in your mouth and it'll calm you down. And he's like, yeah, it does great. 
So you get the mother hen kind of religious Jay Z um, street yeah, creature, but, not but really. you you yeah. have to work more to bring that to him than he gives to you. You you've got to think that's you, you've got to think that if what we have in this movie going on, that this is what's going to stand out that Dwayne, that right. uh, Dwayne Johnson is going to talk about right. as a part of the movie. There's got to be a lot more of it somewhere. They sold Dwayne on this thing too, and I don't know. I don't know the guy. Who knows if he's every every account seems that the guy's an honest, like straight up, really great guy. But every interview I hear him talking about for the movie, he's talking about this gun that he's the only guy that could hold. Right. And I wonder if they were like, "Look, we want you to be in this film," and he just said. Well, okay, I don't mind doing it, but what is what keeps me from being like the other Joes? And they're like, we're going to give you a gun that only you can hold. Right. And he's like, yeah, because I'm the rock. And, and it doesn't it doesn't come but through it in the movie. Do at it all. in the movie. He just picks up another big gun, and you just think. I just think of you know Jesse Ventura and Predator right, laying exactly. waste to a jungle right. with a Gatlin gun, and the Rock's got this big gun, and that's cool and all, but. Whatever. But by that point in the movie when he does oh, it. Oh, I don't care. But by yeah. that point in the I'm movie so when he does it, when it's way at the end, he picks this gun up off of this weird dune buggy yeah, thingy, dune right? Yeah. And by the time we are there, not only is this movie edited poorly, but by the time we get to that point, yeah. there is no editor. The editor has yeah, left right. the building gone. completely. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, right out. It's, it's just... Yeah. Everything is so choppily thrown together that there's no way you could get anything right. out of that scene or have it be interesting. When you have to be told it instead of shown it, then it's not, right, right. not working. So you're you're one and a half. I'm two. You know, it's doing real good business. They it's got 15 million yesterday. They look like right. it's going to get 50 this this weekend. Right. So that's pretty good. And now but, now it's definitely got no competition. But at the end right. of the day, you know, it's. It's fairly fun. I don't think that right. you know. In recent weeks, yeah. if if you listen to us regularly, uh, right. thank you and we love you. Right. Um, this is not one of those cases where I would say, but I would recommend it anyway, yeah. even though I'm giving it a bad a, a right. bad rating because the last few weeks we've had some you know m- middle of the road right. ratings we've given stuff, stuff, but still, we have said yeah. still go, go see it. it it's fun. Right. And this one I, I can't, can't do it. I can't really do it. I, yeah, it's just. You know, I would not get, I would not get positive reactions on the return trip. It makes me for people there. It, I'm know? curious about seeing Olympus has fallen a little bit, you know, but I I have to suspect that from the reviews that I'm seeing, like if you're going to see the White right, House under right. siege, it's not GI Joe. It's Olympus right, has fallen, so. right, right. But anyway, yeah. all right. So, um, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate and review us right. on iTunes. And remember always that you can uh, pick us up on Stitcher too. And yeah. we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks a lot. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. 
Get the GEICO app. Look it in the mouth. Get amazing services. Thank you.